26 of the Geek Heart Games Podcast. I am your host, Cody Tietrich, alongside my friend, Sam Suvak. Sam, how you doing? Well, I'm doing a lot better, like, right now than I was, like, three or four minutes ago, because we are now wearing matching t-shirts, and you know Hell how yeah. I love when things match, so we've both got our, our matching Junkrat shirts on. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just hey, you can see the top. There's there's a top of junk rat there. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Video people, audio people are like they just made a bunch of noises. Uh, <laughs> They're really excited about so those hello. junk rat shirts. <laughs> yeah. So hello, welcome. Uh, last week we did our top twenty five games of all time. So be sure to go listen to that one because it was a really good conversation we had. We got a pretty emotional towards the end there. Uh, we had a lot of good discussion about it. So thank you to everyone yeah. who's reached out and told us that. Um, but Sam. The people have been wanting to know what we've been playing the last two weeks. It's been a while. We've been gone. Yeah. So I have a game to talk about called Death's Gambit. Okay. Now, I first heard about this game because Matthew Mercer, the voice of McCree and other video game characters, uh, is mainly the main voice actor for this game. It's a nice little indie game. Uh, the way I can describe it is it is a 2D dark souls like game with a class feature uh you can pick from a variety of classes and they all have different benefits and different attacks and then you go through this uh, side scrolling world and it's really hard at points um <laughs> you don't say I, yeah um so i messed around a little bit i messed around different classes i tried out the there's a reaper class there's an assassin class there's an honor knight and then there's just a warrior. And I ended up falling for the warrior just because it did basic like attacks. And I don't know, I just couldn't get. In uh, each one, like in the game, you generate a thing called soul essence. And that's how you do like kind of like your super abilities. Mm -hmm. And each one does those in different ways. So like the Reaper does it by killing things. The warrior just does it by hitting things. And so I was just like, well, that sounds good. As long as I can hit things, I'm good. Uh, so I ended up with the warrior and uh, I, it took me a couple tries to get the hang of it, but I, I finally got it. I beat the first boss, which is like this weird owl creature. And that was really fun. So like the main point of the game is you have died and death has brought you back to life. And death is voiced by Matthew Mercer. He's okay. kind of the main voice actor. And so Every time you die, he, like, says something to you. And I mean, we talked about a game a couple weeks back where you said, like, after a certain point, it, I think it was uh, Yoku, Yuku, the, the oh, Dung Beetle game. Yoku's Island Express, yes. Okay, you had said, like, after you had died so many times, that thing was brought up. Yeah. After I died ten times, uh -huh. they showed me what happened to me, and they showed, like, who I am. Ooh. And, like, it was a really cool thing, because I was like, oh, like, had I not died ten times, I never would have known that, like, my mother was a soldier. And that's why I wanted to be a soldier. Aww. And I wouldn't have known, like... And, like, it clues you into, like, the beginning of the game, like, before you are resurrected. Um, and so your main point is you are serving death, and you're going to, like, go and win your soul back, pretty much. And so you're going through this world, and there are some very tough bosses in this. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they kind of, like... Either the owl boss was just super easy or like I just got his mechanics down pretty mm -hmm. quickly 
And then the second boss they threw at you is definitely just a brick wall that you run <laughs> into a couple times. Because I couldn't, I got him to like half health at one point. But like, the main reason I'm enjoying this game so much is uh, I've kind of started to like these Dark Souls like games, like Hollow Knight and Death's Gambit are both like in that genre of like really tough RPGs, right? And it's kind of making me want to try a Dark Souls game. And like, we're going to talk about one later that I'll be able to tell you about. What if, <clears throat> what if you were to go back and try Bloodborne? Because we both were really into that. I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't like, I don't think I like Bloodborne. I see, because I've tried it twice now. And I feel like last time I was like, this is like, this is like me really well, trying it. I don't know. I mean, if you didn't like that, I feel like you're probably not going to like Dark Souls because Dark Souls, I would say, is more like Bloodborne than it is like these yeah. platformer type okay, games. Okay, so maybe I'm, I'm just really looking forward to one of these from Soft Games that's uh, <laughs> coming out next year. Okay. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I, I love the style of the game. Like, it's really cool. Uh, is it one of those I feel bits? Like it's, yeah, it's one of those bits. Um, and I feel like this game is sadly going to get kind of like not noticed like it should because it came out the same day or the, around the same time as Dead Cells. Mm -hmm. And I, while I recognize Dead Cells as a great game and I'm excited to get into that, I'm saving that for a certain period of time. Uh, I think Death's Gambit is definitely something you should sit down and look at because like it's... It's got a great art style. Um, combat feels really good. Like, there's never me attacking. In Hollow Knight, there were times where I would attack, and I feel like I would miss or something, and I'd be like, well, how did I miss that? In Death's Gambit, like, the combat feels very fluid, and there's so many, like, cool, tiny things you can do. Um, so at the start of the game, this is a small little spoiler. Like, it's nothing too major. You're not okay. going to, like, it's not ruining the game. Okay. There's, this, like, this lizard character who is dragging your dead body. <laughs> and, like, he, he, and then you're, like, resurrected. So you wake up, you're like, what's going on? He, like, tries telling you. Well, I was messing around, like, trying to figure out how to, like, melee and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I hit square. I do my attack. And I hit him. And he's like, hey, be careful now. I was like, oh, I wonder what happens if I keep hitting him. <laughs> so you keep hitting him. And when he gets to half health, he's like... I will not stand for this and starts attacking you. And he's pretty much a mini boss. <laughs> and so if you can kill him, he'll give you, uh, there are these things in the game called auras. Like each aura does something different. Like there was one, they gave me like triple life. Ooh. But once I died, I lost it. So I couldn't get it back. Um, his was, uh, he would give me double life, but I would lose shards every time I drop below 70% health. And shards are how you, like, buy upgrades, okay. like how you, like, upgrade your character and stuff. So it was kind of like a risk-reward kind of thing. Like, if you could not get hit and not go below 70% health, you would get double health. Like, it would be really helpful. Um, and I, like, so, like, after a couple tries and, like, I picked a warrior, I didn't kill him. And he becomes a main part of the story later on. But had you killed him, you never would have known that. Hmm. And I think that was something really cool. Yeah. Um, there's like a little uh, beggar guy who shows up and is like, oh, hey, buy some stuff from me. And like some of his stuff is like ridiculously priced. So you can't afford it at the start of the game. Um, and so like after that, he like tries to mug you. He's like, oh, you don't want to buy from <laughs> me? Jerk. And so you have to fight him. <laughs> and uh I don't know if you can like just run away and leave him alive and he'll come back later and try to sell you stuff to you again. Yeah. But I've killed him every time and I'm curious if he'll show back up and like not actually be dead. 
but yeah, so far I've like been really liking the game. Um, I do want to hop back in and try and beat another boss at least, so I can at least be like, hey, I got two under my belt. Yeah. Um, in our Discord, his name is Polymeo. Um, uh, I don't know what is his real name. Uh, Paul Tamayo. He's Paul Tamayo. Yeah, he's one of the hosts from the Optional Podcast. And okay, I saw he also is enjoying this game, and it's made him want to go try a Dark Souls game. And I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Like, I'm not the only one here. Like, oh, I, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, Death Game is a lot of fun. The voice acting is really nice, and I'm excited to keep going through that world. And yeah, it's just a really good game. So yeah, check definitely check out Death Gambit if you're interested in like Hollow Knight or any of those kind of games. How much is it? It was PS Plus. It was fifteen ninety nine. Oh. Regular price it was nineteen ninety nine. I don't know if the PS Plus thing is still going on okay. uh, because I think it was a pre order. Yeah, I think so. I got it for yeah. So it's probably nineteen ninety nine, and uh, mm. I don't think it's out on Switch yet. But it definitely would be no. a good Switch game if yeah. it comes out eventually. Yeah, I think that's what um, everyone's saying. They like, wish it was on Switch so yeah i mean it sounds cool and like i like there's so much excitement about it i'm probably not gonna try it um yeah i feel like it's not here for hollow knight exactly even if this is so fantastic i'll probably just play for like 10 minutes and then i'll be done so eh, it's fine Eh. it's fine sam why don't you tell me about your experience with divinity original sin 2 Alrighty. Um, so if you're listening to this on Monday, then the next day, Tuesday, uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 is releasing on consoles. But PS4 was doing a thing where if you pre-ordered it, you could play the first act um, a couple of weeks early. So I don't exactly remember how long, but I've had it for a couple of weeks now, I think. Um, so I started playing it. We did our little game preview on Xbox and we had a, a lot of fun with it. So I was like really looking forward to this game. Um, so I got back into it and like I was having a good time, even though I was like replaying that first part that we had already done. So you start off on the ship, you've been kidnapped, you've got this collar to limit your magical abilities. Um, there's this giant sea monster that attacks the ship. And then, I'm sorry, I cannot not laugh here. Cody has to take a swig from his gigantic jug of water. It's like bigger than my head, I it's think. It's so handy, dude. It's so big. All right, um, sorry about that. That's all right, that's all right. So, so I was playing it and just, you know, just going around and talking to these NPCs. And, like, it's just a very well-written game. All the characters mm-hmm. are very interesting. And so it's a good time just going through and playing that. Um, so I was having a good time. I'd made myself a lizard person again. The last time I'd played as the generic uh, Red Prince, who is now an, just an NPC in the game. Uh, but this time I like made my own lizard person. And she's like some type of sorcerer, I think. I wield magic. Um, I do lots of fire and uh, earth magic. So oh, cool. yeah, it's pretty good. I like my abilities pretty well. Um, you go along and you once you crash, once the ship crashes, you go to the island and you can start making friends with the NPCs and gather people into your party. So you can have four people in your party at a time. So like your character and then three of the NPCs that you can take control of. Um, so 
I'm going along. I'm having a good time. Um, I've got the Red Prince, who is the other lizard creature. I had, I think, Sibyl, this woman who's like an assassin and real. She's not very nice. Um, oh. Yeah. And then I had a Beast, who is the little dwarf guy who's like fixing things. And apparently, I mean, it's not a real split, but like you find out his part of his backstory is like he's royalty. And so he's like trying to go reclaim his throne whatever um so they're fun characters so bill uh murdered some dude just straight up i was like because you can you can control whether they get to talk to these other people or not and i was like sure she can talk to him it'll probably be fine no it was not fine <laughs> she killed him i was like well and he was a lizard too so i kind of felt uh... bad about that because like you know he's my kin and like this game like every time there's like lizard people it's like i'm supposed to get like real emotional about my kinfolk um but also like she killed him and then i got to loot him and i found some new spells that i got to learn so i was kind of like well you know, meh, what are you going to do? It's Apparently, up, yeah, I'm, I've got, I've got loose morals here. Uh, was like your cousin. You just robbed him. I No, we weren't related. And also he was like a slaver because she had been enslaved. Oh, okay, and like, so that was why she was getting her vengeance. So I was like, well, you know, hey, what are you going to do? Oh, the best part, Cody, the best part. So right away I found this cook in like kind of the, the camp area her name's Butter, and so I started flirting with her because I had options to flirt. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go for it. And so she starts flirting back with me, and I'm like, oh, this is great. And um, I was, I had a – you get special voice lines depending on what type of character you are. So, like, I had special, like, lizard person voice lines. So I was like – after she was flirting back with me, I was like, oh, you know, I'm surprised that you're, you know, into this considering, like, I'm a lizard person. Like, you don't look down on me. And she was like, no, I – I feel we have a special connection that sees past those kinds of things. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. So she and I have a date set, um, but we have to, like, get off of this Fort Joy Island and go someplace else. She's like, if we get off and I can meet you in this other city, then we'll hang out then. I'm like, all right. So I really want to, like, at least get that far in the game so I can go on my date. Um and I'm going to be honest with you, like, I was like, I don't, you know, is she trustworthy? So later I had this guy in my party. Um, I got this other, this warrior guy. And so I had him go talk to her and he had the option to flirt too. So I started him flirting with her and she was like, yeah, not interested. Move along. I was like, oh, she is loyal to me. So, so that was really nice. Um, and then you can level up different skills. So like once I finally got... Like when I first set my talent points, I was like, I want to try to be responsible. So I got like this one that extended the range of your attacks and something about health, you know, whatever. But like as soon as I got another talent point, I'm like, OK, here we go. We're going for the pet pal because I want to be able to talk to animals so I can talk to animals now. Um, the first one I talked to was a squirrel who wasn't really helpful. It was just like, yeah, there's void monsters over there. Be careful. I was like, all right. Um <laughs> But then I ran into this dog and he was so sweet because like, you know, like a dog would be. And he was really sad at first because his mate had gotten taken by the magisters. They were the ones that like captured us and put collars on us. Um, and so he was really sad about that. And so like I gave him some meat from my bag and then I rubbed his belly and he, he just loves me now. 
and I gave him like somewhere along the way I picked up a rubber ball and so I gave him the ball and he got so happy about that ball um but now I have this side mission to go find his mate um which I have no idea how to do so I really have to like google a lot of stuff to try to figure out how to do these side quests um so all of the story stuff and personality of the game has been really fun um the stumbling block I've run into is the combat, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm okay with turn-based combat now, but this one, well, first off, it was too hard. I was playing in explorer mode, which is like, I think, kind of the normal. There's like something harder than that, definitely. But then like, yeah. th- there's a story mode that is supposed to be like super, super easy. So I was like, no, I'll just do the explorer. It'll be fine. It wasn't fine. I was dying. I didn't really add like, like one battle that went bad. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to put it down. So I went back down to story. Um, and so now the battles are like easy enough. Like I can win the battles, but they just take a really long time because like, oh, I have four people in my party and then like, we'll be fighting like six or seven enemies. And so like going ar- around like a round for every person to like take their turn and do stuff, it drags on quite a bit. Um, and like I was fighting these void monsters and they were like, you know, I was about to get them all finished and dead. And then like five or six more just spawned out of nowhere. And I was like, good God, this is never going to end. Um, so like I've started to now, well, because apparently I found out the hard way. I managed to get my collar off and leave Fort Joy where I was on the island. But then I came back to Fort Joy because I wanted to finish up some side quests. And apparently when you come back and you don't have your collar, like a lot of people want to kill you. So just like I'll be walking around and then all of a sudden someone sees me and we're in the middle of a fight. And like there's no way for me to like talk my way out of it. We're just fighting. Um, So I found like there's a way where you can flee battle. So I was like, yeah, I think that's what I'm just going to do. So like I I got started in this fight and like straight away I got my character and was like flee battle. But that only f- is applicable for the character whose turn it is. So like my other three party members were still there. So I was like, okay. So I left one and she got away. And then I was like, well, let me go with the next one. So I got her and she fleed away also. And then as soon as she got escaped in this other completely other area all of a sudden we were in another fight over here and we're like we're just standing there like we just teleported there and all of a sudden we're in a fight so i was like oh my god so we start the two of us over here start fighting that one and i guess i think i got him killed and then i went back to check on my other dudes and apparently a round had passed and they were on fire because they'd been attacked so I made them flee back over to my other lady. One of the one of the people in my party right now, um, she can do a rainstorm. And that has been probably the most helpful thing for me because, like, you know, I said I've got the fire magic. So everyone's always catching on fire accidentally, whatever yeah. it happens. That rainstorm is like a godsend to, like, put everybody out of the fire. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. But I don't know if I'm... I, Mike messaged me today and was like, hey, do you want to get together and play sometime? And I was like, yes, I absolutely do. Because like, I really don't want to play by myself anymore. Because like, I just keep, he said, he's the one who told me that now that I've come back to Fort Troy without my collar, that's why I keep getting attacked. So I should probably just say, screw those side missions and get the hell out of there. Um, But we're going to try to play together and hopefully 
I'll like get like reinvigorated with it and have fun again. Cause like if I'm just playing by myself, like I, there's a good chance I just won't play it anymore. So yeah, because when we did the preview of it for Xbox One, like I thought we had a great time because yeah. it was three of us and like my brother and I are planning on getting the game together. Um, and like play because it's almost like D and D. So like mm-hmm. if we you know, can set up once a week to get together and play. Yeah. Like, we'll get through it pretty easily. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, learned a lot of helpful tips just mm-hmm. now, so don't go back to that place if I don't get the collar. Okay. Fun fact, if you find any type of um, bedroll or sleeping cot, whatever, if you lay down, it'll heal you. So oh, okay. if you're, like, because, like, once you finish a battle, like, you don't automatically heal. You got to yeah. use your potions or you got to go find some place to lay down. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, I definitely think if you're playing with someone else, like you'll have a lot more fun time. This definitely seems like a game that you would get bored in by yourself, unless you just really love turn-based combat. Like yeah. it's your favorite thing of all time. Well, I mean, I really wish there was like a way to be like true, true story mode where you just like could avoid combat altogether. But then I'd probably get bored. But I mean, it's a really good story. Probably. It's really cool, like interacting yeah. with the characters, which isn't usually my thing. But I'm super into that part. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm we'll a little... do a check back in after yeah. a few weeks because I'll be able to yeah. get hands on with it. So, all right. Mm-hmm. So that was Infinity Original Sin Two coming out next week or tomorrow, next day when yeah. you're hearing this. Um. All right, so we're gonna step into Cody's corner of rage pretty quickly here, but let's uh let's talk about H1Z1, the battle royale game that came out to PS4 while back it left open beta so now the game is like fully released mm-hmm. they've made a lot of changes since we last played really um, oh yes uh, <laughs> so I remember when we last played vehicles were very prominent mm-hmm. like you would not last long if you did not get a vehicle that's still pretty true for the most part um, like if you don't get a vehicle early on to get out of the storm and like you get it spawned very far away from the gas or the storm whatever you want to call it um, you're going to be either running and healing a lot or mm-hmm. just dying in the gas. Um, they've added some new vehicles. Like there's a Hummer and it uh, has a lot of health, but runs out of gas very quickly, <laughs> uh, which is very accurate. Yeah. Um, they have now made it to where assault rifles will spawn on the ground, where before you only got them out of like crates and stuff, but yeah. now you can, which makes sense because like in a battle royale, you want to be able to get like an assault rifle, something for long range. Yeah. Before it was just the shotgun, the pistols, crossbow, and the little SMZ. So it's helpful to have a long range gun. I think that's a pretty good adjustment. They've taken out the team killing aspect, so you can't get accidentally ran over and killed. So that's pretty handy, I feel, because nice. I think I remember the first time me and you played, our teammate ran over me, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I was standing here. There was no reason to do that. To be fair, driving is very difficult in video games. So, you know. I suppose so. I, I, a little... Sometimes you accidentally hit people, and then sometimes you can, like, drive forever trying to hit somebody and never hit them because driving is hard. So, you know. Um, so they've added a lot of new weapons. Like, there's an RPG. There's an EMP grenade. Uh... There is a bunch of new weapons from the crates that I haven't even got to touch yet, so eventually, hopefully, eventually get them. Uh, I found I'm really good with the sniper rifles in those games, okay. so I will pick some people off. So let's get into the Cody's 
corner of rage moment because they made a uh, change to the game that I don't agree with. So you have these vehicles that you're driving around, right? Mm -hmm. And you expect when you're running into somebody, if they're on the ground, you're going to kill them because they're on the other team. Running over someone with a vehicle is just what happens, right? No, they've removed that from the game completely. You don't kill anybody and you don't knock them down. That's the other big thing they added was now you can revive your teammates, which was very oh, handy. Yeah. Because I felt like the instantly dying thing was just very crap. Yeah. Um, so like we were playing the other night, me and a group of friends, and it was just our buddy left. And he just barrels into three people. It All it does is send them like up into the air a little bit, and then they land back down. And they don't take any damage? No damage. That's... That's, and I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? That's, That's so okay. stupid. Like, why would you... Like, well, that makes no sense. Like, I understand, like, the non-team killing aspect. Yeah. But to... If I run into someone with a vehicle, I expect them to die. And then, like, they made it... Um, these EMP grenades. So, like, when you throw them, they explode, and they shut out a little EMP shock. The, sh the thing is so small. But apparently, like, the, vis the visual of it is not the actual radius of it. <laughs> Because the visual is very tiny. Like, this dude chunked one behind us. and We were on a four-wheeler. And he chunked it, like, way behind us. It exploded. And next thing you know, our four-wheeler is just stopped. And we're getting shot at. And I was like, oh, my God. That was... Well, what? To be fair, like, I, th I would think an EMP grenade probably is not going to have big of a as big of a visual explosion. Because it's not like your typical grenade. It's more of an electric... Yeah. You know, it's just a pulse going out shutting stuff off so i mean i'm surprised that it has any type of visual thing yeah right? i guess so i don't know it's i was just not expecting it because like mm -hmm. i was like oh that's way behind us we're safe and nothing <laughs> um i think the aim down sights in that game is like i don't know it's just very bad like you could aim down sights and like be right on top like aimed right at somebody and your shot goes wild mm -hmm. so like i feel like you can't aim down sights it's definitely more of a third person uh, shooter where you gotta like just kind of free aim um that said i have gotten a win with a friend we had a, a doubles win i ended up getting nine kills like their wow. games i was pretty proud of that since then nothing you know sure <laughs> and like I, I can get kills pretty effectively it's just that final circle mm -hmm. that always gets me um so, like, I'm having fun with it, but, like, I, I definitely feel like I am Battle royale out. And, uh, I think, I don't know, I just, like, I don't play Fortnite anymore just because I'm, they add, they add too many things to that game and never fix anything. Like, shotguns are doing six damage. Um, and so it's, it's been fun to play some H1Z1, but I think even, like, with the new Battle Royale games coming out, like, with Battlefield 5 having a Battle Royale, if I get Battlefield, Battlefield 5, I'm not gonna touch the battle royale really like i'll probably give it a shot yeah. but like i'm just not interested in that genre anymore i think i have moved past it as a player um i feel like you said like, that before and i have actually yeah. and then i just keep playing um so, so since you say like, it and then go back on that let me just remind you once again that i really think you should try out the darwin project because like i had a lot of fun with that Good and point. it's very different from need... your typical battle royale. And you know, saying this, and we have the Hunt Showdown is now on Games Pass, so I do need to try that. Crap. It's not on Game Pass. It's it's going to have a game preview. Uh, was the game preview not through Game Pass? I thought it was. Well, I mean, it's not like 
it's not like like with Game Pass, you can play a game and just play it, play it, play it. Game Pass, I mean, mm-hmm. Game Preview, usually there's like a set amount of time that you can play it okay. to test it out. So right. like like we had Divinity Original Sin on a Game Preview and we only had three okay. hours with okay. it. So, so yeah. Yeah, so I didn't try that. So actually, you know, I'm just a hypocrite. You are. Which we'll talk it's more fine. about later. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> but for real. All right, so. Let's make a date and try the Darwin Project because like it's fun. It's free now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, All right, absolutely. we'll be able to do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask you to pay for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Stepping out of Cody's corner of rage for a minute. I felt like I wasn't very rage-filled. I didn't yell as often as much as I thought I would. That's fine. I'm just, I'm just very calm these days, you know? Yeah. You know, you got tired. over it. It's fine. Um, Sam, tell me about Sky Force. Oh, Is this in oh. any relation to the Space Force? Just kidding. <laughs> no. No. Let me tell you about Skyforce. Technically, this is called Skyforce Anniversary Edition because apparently Skyforce was a game that came out in 2004 and then in 2014 it had this anniversary release, okay? It is on Game Pass. Apparently, I downloaded it like as soon as I got Game Pass. I was like, yeah, I'll play that. And then I never played it. And then there's all these other games I wanted to play and my, my Xbox is getting kind of full. I'm like, I should play some of these games and get them off of here. So I was like, Skyforce. And I thought this was like a flight simulator where I'm going to be flying around shooting things. No, 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 no. This game is like an arcade shooter. So you've got your little plane and it's like a, it's a top scroller. So like instead of a side scroller, it's scrolling from the top. Like an asteroid. Yes, yes, just like that. Yeah. And um, so like... I was excited about this. I was telling my friend Holly, I'm like, yeah, it's like Resogun. It's really fun. And so she starts playing it and she texts me. She's like, um, this is in 1942. I'm like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not exactly like Resogun because like, <laughs> Resogun is like super high tech, future, bright lights, flashy. This is like much, you know, more down to earth graphics because it's during World War II and you're flying like, you know, that that type of I don't know if it's like a biplane, whatever it is. Um and you're fighting those types of plane enemies, you're fighting tanks on the ground, just different stuff like that. But for that setting, it has super fun music that does remind me a lot of Resogun. Um, and also it's just like a similar concept because you're just shooting stuff. And while it's not a twin stick shooter because, you know, you just fly with your uh, left stick and then you pretty much just hold that trigger down the whole time. It's like RT for the trigger um, and you just shoot stuff. And I mean, I just, you know, I love shooting stuff, right? So I started and I was, I was like, this is a lot of fun. Um, Now I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is kind of a roguelike game, because if my understanding of roguelike games is correct, you play for a while and then you die, but like you take the stuff that you've gathered and you go and you upgrade stuff and get better stuff and then you come and do it again, right? That's... Yeah. That's what I think roguelikes are pretty much like. We don't know our roguelikes, so we're just going to say that that's what it is, okay? Um, So, yeah, so basically, like, you play the first level and, like, you don't get very far. But the whole time, anytime you blow something up, it gives stars and you pick up the stars and that's your currency. And then between levels, you can go to the hangar and upgrade stuff. So you can upgrade your health, you can upgrade your gun. You can buy, like, you've got your main gun, you can get guns on your wings. Eventually, you can get these homing missiles. Um, you can get all kinds of stuff. So it's pretty cool. So each each level, you can get four medals 
for oh i'm sorry oh i'm just so excited by this game so you collect humans the same way that you would rescue humans in resogun um but <laughs> these like resogun you had to pick them up and then go deposit them this one you just kind of hover over them and a little circle fills and then like you've saved them you don't have to do anything with them and when you save them they give this real funny sounding yeehaw and i love it um so it's really satisfying when you do that um so you get a medal for collecting all the humans, you get a medal for killing 70% of the enemies, you get a medal for killing 100% of the enemies, and you get a medal for not taking any damage during the level. So, um, it's kind of, it's hard to do at first, but like the more you play, the better you get, and then also you keep upgrading your stuff, and so you're getting better uh, guns, better stuff like that, and so it's easier to do. So I think I played... The first four levels, and like the first three, I managed to get all four medals on each level. So I was like, yeah, I'm doing great, right? Fourth one was kind of hard. I don't think I've managed to get the no damage medal on that one. But then, oh, well, hold on. Let me, let me back up. So somewhere along the way, I went to the hangar, and I wanted to get this mega bomb upgrade. Because the mega bomb... What it does is you push the button and it just like explodes out in a radius and everything nearby just dies immediately, right? So that sounds like a really awesome weapon. It's like, yeah, I want that. Of course, I saved up 1,500 stars to get this thing, okay? So I get it. I go into my level and I can see my little mega bomb symbol on my HUD and it's got three little slots by it. So I'm like, oh, cool. I've got like three mega bombs. And so I'm like, well, let me test them out and like see like how long it takes for it to uh, refresh back, you know? So I use up my mega bombs and like those, those bitches do not refresh, Cody. Hmm. No. No. So I either died or I finished the level. I was like, okay, well, let me go. Let me go try this again. Go back into the level. Guess what? I don't have any mega bombs. What? You, so you like oh, pay no. your 1500 stars to unlock the mega bomb. And then at the start of each level, you have the option to pay 500 stars to like turn, get a mega bomb again. And I'm like, oh no, I'm so mad at you right now. Uh, I have yet to buy another mega bomb because I'm just like so Don't angry at this mechanic. I'm like, no, that is unacceptable. I paid and I want to have my mega bomb every level. Um, so anyway, so that was like my big angry point with the game. But we, you know, I, I love it. We moved on. It's fine. Uh, I got to level five uh, this afternoon. Okay. This level, it warns you at the beginning, it's like, watch out for this submarine that's going to shoot an EMP missile at you, because if it hits you, it's going to take out your weapons and you're not going to be able to fire. And I'm like, okay, this will be fine. I can, I can avoid this. It'll be, you know, whatever. So I go in there. Right away, this submarine shoots its EMP missile at me. I dodge out of the way. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fine. No, no, this little mm, bomb... It tracks you. It's like a homing missile. There are homing missiles in the game, but they will track you. And if they miss, they just go off and it's fine. This thing does not stop. It'll follow you forever. And like, it just, it won't ever go away until it hits you. So I kept getting hit by it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, well, just, you know, it took my stuff off for a while, but like, then it'll come back. Probably let me just wait a little bit and see when it comes back. No, my weapons do not come back. So you have to play the whole level without any weapons. And so I was like, 
freaking out and getting extremely angry once again, because I'm like, how are you supposed to do this and like even get 70% of the enemies killed if like Mm -hmm. you just have to be avoiding this thing the whole time and then avoiding other enemies and killing enemies. And I'm like, I was like, there's no way I can do this. I was like so upset. And then, you know, what happened? I actually read the start of the mission where it tells you the medals. And on this level, you don't have to kill any of the enemies. You get medals for collecting 70% of the stars or 100% of the stars. Because in this level, instead of killing enemies to get stars, the stars are just out there. So, and once I realized that, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I kind of like what they did there, and they like just changed the mechanic of the game. So I'm having a really good time with it, Cody. And like I say, it's like Resogun because like it's become an addiction in my life again. And like I, <laughs> it's one of those where I just kind of don't want to stop playing it. Oh my god, there went the camera. He told me there went the camera. Was I knew it was going to happen. It was very right. unsteady earlier. So, um. But yeah, this game is so much fun. Like every day after work, I come home and I play it while I'm cooking dinner. And just like anytime I have a few spare minutes, I just want to hop on and play some more. Um, Mm -hmm. And like I'm not even super concerned about like getting to the next level as quickly. Like I want to get all of my medals on every level. Um, And like some of them I've I've moved on because I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get these. These are really hard. But um And then just tonight, I realized that after you've beaten a level, it opens a hard mode on that level. And then you can get four more stars if you do it on the hard mode. So I started doing the hard modes on some of them. I got four stars on the first level on hard mode, but um, some of the rest of them are harder than that. And I haven't, but, uh, but I'm having a really good time with it. Like I said, I'm playing it on Game Pass because that's where I saw that it was. I told my friend, because like, I was like, Holly would love this because she liked Resogun. So I went to see if it was on PlayStation, went to the PlayStation store. It's available for PS3 and PS4. And I already own it because apparently this game was a PS Plus game that back in like okay. October of 2017. So huh. there you go. Once again, like I always say, go ahead and get your free PS Plus games because you never know when you're going to want to play them. Like, I just like, what? I had no idea about this game. And now I'm like so happy. So it's just like, it's great. I recommend it very highly. So if you're into that kind of thing, you should check it out. It's very fun. All right. Oh, wait, 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 Cody. I forgot. I forgot one last thing. Okay. So if you kill all of the enemies in a little section, like it'll give you a little, it'll be like, good or nice eventually you get like an excellent or a wonderful if you're doing so well and you're getting like where you've almost got like all the enemies to hit your 100 percent, you'll eventually get a godlike i was like oh my goodness when i got that i was so excited i i don't know i i feel like i've only gotten it once but like i've gotten 100 percent of enemies multiple times so i don't recall but it's a really good feeling and so there you go. Okay. Okay. Skyforce anniversary. All right. Hopefully this camera does not fall again. It is being <laughs> a little weird. Not liking it. All right. So about two weeks ago, I told you guys I was gonna try out Doom. I did just that. Uh, so Doom was on sale because Bethesda was having a big sale because of QuakeCon, so I ended up picking up fifteen dollars. And. Do we- do we want to talk about like the bad 
the good bad news that after you bought it, we found out that it's been added to Game Pass. Oh, yeah, it's been added to Game Pass, so it's completely free. <laughs> Whatever. We won't talk about it. Um, I probably would have preferred to play it on PlayStation anyways. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I played through the first level, uh, you know, just getting the hang of it and stuff, and just, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I like the... If you get an enemy weak enough, you can run up to them and just do like a cool, sick like execution. I've always I like that. Um, oh no, they're with the camera. Oh dear, it's it's. <laughs> um, so the camera fell down, and I believe he got disconnected from the call, or at least the video got disconnected. Here he's coming back. All right. Well then, <laughs> that was a thing. I'm getting real annoyed now. Don't know why it's doing this. All right. Where was I? You're talking about the glory kills, your melees. When the you glory kills. Yeah. And Doom, yes. I, mean, I was having a lot of fun with that. I haven't gotten to a boss yet, so I'm looking forward to getting that. But, like, here's my issue. And I have the same issue with Titanfall. Is that when it comes to shooters, I really just enjoy shooting other people. So, like, I have never been able to get very far in Titanfall uh, 2 campaign. So, I'm afraid I'm not going to get very far in the Doom campaign. Because I started playing the Doom multiplayer, and I had a really good time. <laughs> because they push you with like equally leveled people, not mm-hmm. equally skilled. Mm-hmm. So like I'm level one, and so <laughs> I'm just destroying people who apparently have never played first-person shooters. Um, <laughs> I will say I see why people didn't play that multiplayer for a very long time it's very uh, unbalanced like there's a shotgun that will one-shot you and like it has a downside of like it takes a really long time to reload Mm -hmm. but the one-shot ability of it is very strong so like eh so i'm hoping i can get back into it and play a little bit more and maybe actually beat a boss at least i did that like i was having a lot more fun with the multiplayer side um which i know is not what you want to hear sam but uh You know, to each their own. It's fine. We can't all love the same things. So yeah, I will say it did excite me even more for Doom Eternal. Like that was, I was, I was enjoying it. Like it was pretty cool. Well, and Doom Eternal is going to have the invasion thing where players can come into your game as Ooh. demons, or you can go into someone I'm else's sh- game as a demon. So I'm going to destroy some people. If they come into mine. You're going to try <laughs> to invade as a joke, and I'm just going to. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much what would happen. But, um, but yeah, I, mean, I, I like it. Uh, it's been so long since I played the original two Doom games mm-hmm. uh, that I got to play. I don't think I ever played Doom Three. Um, that like, I'm not sure how much they're taking from those games because I think the idea is that you are resurrected for like, you die at the end of one of those games and you're resurrected yeah. in this one. That's the whole thought process behind it. I haven't been able to like piece that stuff together. Oh, also, okay. I've always seen this gif of like when you find one of the collectibles mini space marine guys, you like fist bump them. And I've found like three of them and I haven't fist bumped any of them yet. And I'm real sad. I don't remember that. I've seen the gif like everywhere on Twitter. Like it's all like all over the place, but I've never, I, I've found like three and I haven't fist bumped them yet. So I don't know if it's like a special one you get. Um, Someone could have just like made a fake gif. I don't. I don't know. Well, then I'd be really sad. I don't. Oh, I'm, that was I'm the only reason really you're sad. playing the game. <laughs> exactly. I just want to get that fucking fist bump. I'm done after that. That's how you beat the game, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, Doom, pretty cool game. Uh, I definitely recommend it if you're looking for a shooter. It's really, really gory. Really cool. Yeah. All right. Speaking of gory and cool, I don't really know if this is gory. Uh, Sam? Hit another shooter. So. Okay. Uh, another shooter came out called Morphe's Law. Mm-hmm. And you've been really excited for this one for a long time. So why don't you tell me about it? Yeah, I think it's been since like maybe like E3 of 2017 or sometime. It's been quite a while that. I think it was uh, the Game Awards. Game Awards. That might be what it was. That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. But still, regardless, it's it's been we we saw it a while ago, and the premise of this game it's for Nintendo Switch, and it's a shooter where you gain or lose mass depending on where you shoot an enemy or where you're being shot. So, like, if I'm nailing headshots, my head is going to swell up really big. Um, But like, you can you end up with these really great looking bodies just because people are so disproportionate. Like one arm will be really big and like maybe like you have a big chest and this tiny head. It's just, it's ridiculous. And then the way they've made it so like the characters movements are reflective of their body type. So like, if you've got like this weird misshapen body, they're going to be hobbling along looking really funny when they walk. Um, if you're tiny, you can run really fast. But like, if you're a giant, then like you kind of lumber along more slowly. Um, but anyway, so I saw this game and it just looked like a ton of fun, and I was really excited to play it. Um, but like, this year's E3 came and went with like no news about it, and like we just haven't heard anything about it. There was never any release date. They said like sometime in 2018. So we're like, man, when is this game ever going to come out? Um, and then like Sunday night on Morphe's Law's Twitter, they were like, hey guys, rest up. There's some, you want to be real ready to go on Monday. And we're like, oh, what's, what's going on Monday? I'm like, maybe we're finally going to get a release date. So I was pretty excited about it. Then Monday rolled around and we're going to talk about this later, but Nintendo had their indie showcase announcement. And one of their announcements was, hey, Morphe's Law is getting released today. And you guys know how much I love these surprise, it's out today announcements because, like, they're just so much fun. They come out of nowhere. So I was like, shoot, like, I couldn't wait to get home and download this game and try it out. Um, so I did. And you start off, so, like, you, um, what is it, like, they're kind of like, um, like Mexican Day of the Dead skeleton, um, Type aesthetic, yeah, sugar skulls. Like that's what your characters look like, and you have a character customization where you can control what they look like uh, based on different things. You get different elements, and you can like put different paint on, so you can make it look like bones. Or you can have patterns, and it's pretty cool. Uh, you just have a few to start with, but when you level up in this game, you get pinatas, and you open the pinatas, and you get little um, just these these uh, personalization things you can use on your character. So you'll get different art things for your eyes or to go on your arms or legs and stuff. So the more you level up, the more you can customize your character. So that's pretty fun. Um, And I started, like, I kind of built a character. I was like, I don't care too much. I'm just going to go with the default. And I started with the um, playing offline against bots because, like, I just wanted to kind of get a feel for it and practice. Be like, okay, let me let me see what this, what this is about, you know? So I go in and the... 
the shooting feels horrible on this game. It is, it's so bad. I was just like, oh my God, this is like torture. Um, And I'm like, well, I mean, maybe it's better with the motion controls on. So I turn them on and the motion controls, you would tilt up or down mostly, but then like you would still use the joystick to do left and right. And I mean, I would like, it was kind of easier to get a lock on people and and shoot them with that. But then like still, it was just really hard because I'm really bad with motion controls so then I kept like turning him off and then turning him back on and turning him off and just like trying and like I was having a real hard time with it. Um, one fun thing that they have with the movement is you have a butt rocket. And so instead of like jet boots, you have a rocket attached to your butt. And so when you like hold down your jump, you use your rocket fuel and you can fly up a bit. Um, so there's some fun as movement you as you do. Um but yeah, I, I was playing it and I really wasn't having a good time. I was like, this is just like, I'm kind of feeling real disappointed here. It was like, it was the same map. It was a small map and there was never like a clear indication of what we were doing to win or lose. Like we were just shooting each other. And I was like, I don't understand. I'm like, I'm so disappointed in this. And so like, I was almost to the point of stopping and just being like, you know, I'm done with this. I don't know. And then I was like, well, let me go ahead and jump into the online multiplayer and like give that a go. And let me tell you, Cody, if you buy a game that's purpose is an online multiplayer, don't write it off before you've actually played the online multiplayer because it was so yeah. much more fun once I got into that. This is like that offline against bots was like basically just like a little tutorial. You should play that like once and then move on, really. Um so the aiming is still horrible. It still kind of sucks. But it's a lot funner when you get in there and you're playing with other people. We're going to say something. So what is like what do you, what do you what what is wrong with the aiming? Like are you just not getting? Yeah, I feel like I feel like there's no aim assist really. Like most games have that okay. to kind of help you and like so it's just like really wild trying to like get a lock on him and it just okay. doesn't work out very well. And if you is there a sensitivity? Can you turn down your X and Y? Oh, no, I tried. I tried. I was like, let me turn and... it down. No, let me turn it up. No, no, but it's just, it's just bad all around. I just, I'm not good okay. at it. Um, you know, people, other people might be better. I was listening to um, Sean Capri. He was streaming this game and he was having trouble with the aiming too. I was like, yeah, so I hope it's not just me. I don't know. Um, but anyway, once you get into playing, there are different game modes. So... Like, you guys are playing down here on the field, but then over on the edges, you have your huge uh, Sugar Skull avatars that are for your team. So there's a red team and a blue Mm. team. And usually what you're doing is trying to get your avatar bigger than the other one. And, like, that's how whoever's bigger at the end is how you win. Um, So there's one game mode where you're just, like, shooting enemies and stealing their mass. And, like, as you... Oh, as you do, that's, like, how the guy gets bigger there's one where you have to like go and actually attack their avatar and so you have to go and find their special buttons that you stand on to kind of release their shield and when the shield is down you shoot their avatar and you like build up their mass so like you start pretty tiny and then like you build up to your really big and then you have to go to these altars in the center of the map to deposit your mass and you want to like just go keep mm-hmm. siphoning mass off and building it up before they can steal yours but then also you could be interacting with players on the map and like you know trying you're trying to go deposit your stuff and all of a sudden they're killing you um <clears throat> i'm not 
100% clear. It looks like you have like a damage bar. So like they're shooting you and taking your mass, but also doing damage at the same time. So like you could be a big guy and like get shot, but still die before you like get to be a small guy. So I don't, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, and then there's one other game mode where your avatars are missing a, your, their head. And so there's just a giant head in the middle of the map. And so you have to go and pick it up and try to bring it back to your avatar before the other team can get and take it back to theirs. Um, and I think you start out at a size where you can pick it up. But if you've been shot and you've shrunk down to a smaller size, like you're too small to pick up the head and it won't let you pick it up. Um, and then there's like spots on the map where... Like, there are tunnels or different gates that only, like, a small avatar can go through. So there's stuff like that. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, mm. You've got different... So as you level up, you get weapon... Um, different weapon types and enhancement abilities that you can add to it. So, like, I've kind of got a machine gun that I started with. And, like, I hit a level where I could get, like, a shotgun. But I didn't want to try that one because it didn't seem like a good weapon for me. Um, but then, so you've got your base weapon and then you've got abilities over here. And so there was one that I don't know what it was. Some people have been shooting, like, it's like a foam mass thing that kind of comes up. I don't really know the purpose of it. But, like, I've got the ability turned on right now where I've got a paint splatter so it's kind of like um splatoon but so i can use my alternate fire to shoot out this paint and it makes me go faster it makes enemies like kind of slip and slide and not be as able to control themselves and if you're standing in the paint that's the same color you are it'll give you healing so that's like one way to help heal your teammates um and then there's like a whole wheel of it but most of it's locked now because i haven't leveled up enough um but I was having a lot of fun with it. I think it would be a really fun game to play with friends. But I do see, like, after a while, like, kind of going to get bored with it and be like, eh, that's okay. But but it's a lot of fun okay. to start with. And I do like leveling up and getting more uh, customization things to try to customize my, my skeleton. So, but yeah. So how much is this game? On a... It's $20. So okay, it's a really good. good deal. I expected it to be a lot more. Um, but, you know, then I got into it. I'm like, yeah, no, this is, you know, this is like an indie type of game. It's not as polished as, you know, some of the other shooters we might be interested in. But it's it's definitely a good time. So I recommend you give it a try if you're interested. So. All right. Yeah. So Morphe's Law is not the only game that was announced at this Nintendo Direct. There was a lot of games announced. Let me, let's clarify one thing. I kept saying it was a Nintendo Direct, but apparently it was not an official Nintendo Direct. It was just like this weird little video of indie like highlights. A, yeah, it's like an indie highlight video. Yeah, because there's, an, there's a Nintendo Direct that's coming, I think, next week. the 28th, yeah, which is yeah. going to be on Nindies. So I'm like, didn't, I was yeah, like, didn't I they just do this? I don't understand. If it's so. the same thing again, I'm going to be really confused. Um, well, Sam and I picked a couple games out that like really interest us. Um, so the only one that really interests me was the one called Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. Uh, it's a side-scrolling, very anime-inspired uh, 2D platformer where you are this little this monster boy and you can turn into different animals. They say monsters. I don't really. Well. So you can turn like into a snake or a pig or a frog or a dragon or a lion. And each of them has different abilities from the video they showed. 
um, and you're kind of just going through this world, and it seems really cool. Um, I don't know, like it, like from what I can, either those are cutscenes they showed us, or that's just like a little teaser they worked up. But like it was very anime inspired, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And they had a cool little song that was like, Monster Boy, do what you want. Monster Boy, turn into a pig. Monster Boy, turn into a dragon. Monster Boy, turn into a snake. And I was just like, I'm in for this. Like, this just sounds fucking cool. Like, it's so stupid, but I'm in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's coming November 6th, I believe. And so I'm really looking forward to that. That's That seems like a really fun game. Um, so, yeah. What about you, Sam? What, what interests you from this indie highlight yeah so that one looked really cool and i just have to say like watching this and like all the things that came on like this was like the most excited i've been about a nintendo direct in quotes because it's not really a nintendo direct but like everything i was seeing looked so cool and so fun even if i knew that like i'm not interested in this game like this is not the type of game for me i'm probably not gonna play it but it looks really cool um so Actually, I'll just mention a couple because, like, um, oh, I don't remember now. I should have written it down. I think it was called, like, Rogue Streets or something. Um, and it was, like, a 16-bit, maybe, game. And it was, like, it had, you were just, like, going around, like, fighting stuff. Um, it was, like, like a top-down. But it was kind of describing the game and saying all these different things that it was. It was like shooter, fighter, RPG, blah, 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 like every type of game all crammed into this one game. And like, that seemed kind of cool. Um, I thought that was fun. Um, there was the bad North one, which is definitely not my type of game, but like, it looks so cool. It it looks like a civilization type of game where you have like, you get your little troops of enemies and like send them to do stuff. But it's like a, like a two and a half D viewpoint. Um, And I think it's like Vikings that are fighting Mm -hmm. and it just like, it just looked real cool. Like everything they presented in this was, was pretty neat. Um, But the one that got my, well, of course, Morphe's Law is the one that really got my attention because like, oh, holy shit. But um, the other one that I was interested in is called Everspace. And you are, it's like a third person space flight shooter. Um, and just like, it's got, you're flying through space shooting stuff pretty much sums it up. And it looked really cool and really fun. Um I was interested in it. And then like, I did some Googling, like I started Googling a lot of this stuff because this one, I was like, Oh, see, I thought these games were going to be like, like switch games, but a lot of these games that they were highlighting have actually already been released and are available on other systems. And some of them have been out for like a couple of years already. I was like, huh? Okay. Um, so this one's been out for I a mean, while. That's, I mean, the switch came out last year. So like no, they're supporting them over really. But there, like... Yeah. A lot of, there were some new ones that are coming, but like a lot of them yeah. are ports of other stuff, um, which I was thinking about that. I was like, maybe this Nintendo Direct that's coming up next week, like maybe that's going to be more Switch exclusive, new focus stuff. And this was just maybe, like yeah. other ports and stuff coming. I don't know. Or, or maybe the Nintendo, no, they wouldn't be first party. Never mind. I don't even know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so apparently, so this Everspace, it's like, more complex and like there's a story around it with your character who's like trying i don't remember if this one was like had kind of 
amnesia or you just don't know what's going on at first and have to figure it out. Um, but you get like lots of different customization and upgrade options for your ship. And so you can kind of build like your weapon base to fight whatever kind of fighting style you want. Like if you're more of a like far away engagement or if you like to get up close and personal and do stuff, like you can set your build up to be like that. Um, so I don't know. I'm interested in that. It's like $30 on PlayStation, which I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be like a $20 indie on Switch. So I'll probably see like what it is when it comes out, but I'd be interested in, in checking it out at least. So, yeah. All right. So yeah, the little, we have another Nindies coming up next week. So I'm sure we'll talk about that one and what they announced there for next week's show. Uh, so currently... It actually, I think, just wrapped up. We have Gamescom going on, and there's been a lot of stuff dropping there. Uh, the first of which, look, people, I'm going to start charging y'all for these predictions I keep having. <laughs> but, I mean, about a week ago, I was like, hey, you're really cool, super massive, produce another game. And we got it. Man of Medan. To clarify, Supermassive is not just producing a game. They are producing an anthology of games. So, yeah. like, every year or so, they're going to be having a new game coming out, which is really cool. Yeah, they're having the Dark Pictures anthology. Um, and the first first game in that anthology is Amanda Medan coming next year. Um, and so they released a trailer, and there's some gameplay out there. I'm sticking clear of the gameplay, because I would like to go in fresh for this. Yeah. Um, the general theme is you are... Going with a group of friends, you're going scuba diving, and you find some underwater... I believe the first place you go is this plane they talk about. And on the plane, you're, like, pulling treasure out. But it seems like the treasure is haunted. And then, eventually, something comes to haunt you, either on your boat or on the plane, once you get in there. It seems like it's on the boat that you're riding around on. Um, and so, once again, Supermassive is doing the thing where they kind of, like, bring real-life actors into the game... Because I believe one of them is Iceman from the X-Men movies. And, but also, uh, I think it was Michael B. Jordan was really? one of the characters. It looked like him. Oh, wow. Like, spot on. Like, either they were just using his uh, <laughs> him as a reference, or, but it looked straight up like Michael B. Jordan. Um, so they I'm, do a really good job of that. making their characters look like the actor they're portraying. Yeah. Um, so some freaky stuff starts happening after you start messing with this uh, treasure. And... I think the like defining moment from this trailer for me is at the very end you have Iceman walking around calling for his friends and there's like a nurse you can see in the background and the nurse gets closer and closer and the final scene is like the nurse appears up right next to him and she has a normal face and then it turns into like the zombie face and like she has a really crooked smile and then they cut the black and it's Madame Madan. Um and I was like, Ooh, that's really creepy. Um I feel like I missed part of the trailer or something Apparently, because I don't remember that part. Very weirdly, I'm like, I don't that remember happened. that at all. Like, uh, I remember seeing them like diving down in the water and exploring stuff, and then like I, it felt like maybe they were like in a submarine or something underwater, but I guess maybe they were in their ship. But there was like a a, a tunnel or not like a tunnel, but like a hallway on a submarine. It seems like, and there was some guy acting real crazy. And then, like, he ran down another hall and you heard gunshots. Was that part of the trailer that you watched? No, maybe we saw two different trailers. <laughs> we saw different trailers. That's crazy. Oh, okay. Oh, well, then, because I don't remember that. Oh, um, sorry. Right, we watched, I mean, hey. 
<laughs> so what was the scariest part of your trailer, Sam? Um, there wasn't like a super scary part to my trailer. Okay, I apparently watched a super scary trailer because there was a bunch of like jump scares and stuff. Oh, um, I need to go back and watch that. I don't know what I watched. I need to go watch yours. So, um, <laughs> I do love that they throw up the tagline like it's like Madame Dan. It's like don't play alone, and I do agree. Like Until Dawn was such a great game to play with a person, another person. Um, so I definitely will be trying to find someone to play this with. Because Mavadan is looking really good. Well, and it, I mean, it does the thing just like Until Dawn, where you make a decision and it matters and there's no going back. So yeah. you're going to accidentally kill somebody. It's going to happen. Just prepare for it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so that's pretty cool. And I like that, you know, we're going to get a lot of these games. They're making an yeah. anthology series out of it. So that's going to be really cool. I hope, I hope they can keep the quality. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they've been working on these. Cause yeah. Until Dawn came out in 2015, so they've had about three years. So yeah. I'm sure they've been working on these for a while. Um, so that'd be good. So yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, so Destiny showed off some stuff. They showed off some gameplay of a new Gambit mode uh, map. And we found out that on September 1st, even if you have not pre-ordered Forsaken, you will get to try out Gambit for free on September 1st. Uh, so that'd be pretty cool. Definitely going to be hopping in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they also showed off the trailer. It's called The Last Stand of the Gunslinger. It is a trailer featuring Cade. It has a lot of spoilers in it. And it's the trailer that's going to play before the Forsaken DLC starts. So definitely don't go watch it if you don't want spoilers. I needed to watch it. I kind of wish I hadn't, but I needed to. Um, I did not it's watch a, it. So. It's a tearjerker, I'll tell you that much. Um so yeah, Destiny, you know, we're about two weeks out, or one week out actually, um, from yeah. uh, Forsaken, and I'm looking really forward to that. So they also had a, uh, they do the weekly This Week at Bungie, and they announced a bunch of stuff coming up, uh, a bunch of changes to the mod system and stuff, so they're they're getting ready. They're full swing for year two of Destiny. It's going to be yeah. pretty awesome. Um, Sam, are you excited to try out Gambit? Yeah. But, like, that's not the most ex- thing I'm excited for. I mean, I'm really excited for Forsaken and seeing the Barons, um, seeing the new weapons and the new supers. So I think that'll be really cool. Um, oh, we should okay. say that's starting tomorrow on August 28th. There'll be a patch and the Barons will be wandering the world of Destiny. They won't drop any loot for you until September 4th. They'll be out there so you can maybe be able to run into one. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm. I don't know how I feel about that because, like, I kind of would like to just play Forsaken and like have them appear as part of their story there and like not have interacted with them previously. Maybe. Um, I wonder if like they'll just show up and like see them. Yeah. You'd have to like. I'm sure there'll be like raid boss level stuff, so like it would take a lot. But like, if they have their own special weapons or the way they fight and stuff like i don't know that i want to see that before you know it should I mean, show it could be stuff. really rare like it yeah. could be like a one in 20 chance so it may not even happen and it's only a week so it's only a week so it'll be fine um but yeah we'll be playing sky force so i yeah i probably will um but let's just let's just do a quick recap okay because if you are listening to this on monday when it comes out you have very little time left to get your uh, Solstice of Heroes stuff done because it ends oh, yeah. 
tomorrow on the 28th. Uh-huh. I don't know what, if, what, what time it ends, just whenever they do their update, I guess. I doubt you have a full day. So uh, hopefully you've, you've been grinding and you've got your stuff. I was so excited. I finally got my 250 triumph points and I was able to order my Destiny t-shirt. So for those of you who don't know, Bungie is running a really horrible racket here, okay? What they do is they make this event and they make you work your ass off doing all of these tasks to get these points. And then once you get enough points, you get permission to spend your your own money to buy a t-shirt. Now, the really cool thing about this t-shirt is it's, it's custom for this event. So if you haven't done this, nobody else is getting this shirt. Um, you can get your gamer tag printed on the sleeve of the shirt. But if you want that, it's going to cost you five extra dollars. Okay. If you want the personalization, got to pay the five so extra dollars. you're complaining a lot. And I feel like you just like, why even buy the shirt if you're complaining this much? <laughs> because regardless, I'm still excited about it because like I put in so much hard work and I want to be able to like wear it and show it and be like, yeah, I did that. That was, that was me. I'm all, it's all good. I did uh, it. So, you know, they've just got a brilliant business plan here to to do this and to get people to actually part with their money to do it. I don't understand it, but I'm doing it. So I don't know. Um, I didn't think I'd be able to. Like, I didn't think like I thought we were going to have to go do a raid and do all this stuff in order for me to get enough points. But then like suddenly I was like, oh, no. Hey, look, I got enough points. So it's exciting. Um, are you going to are you going to bite the bullet and get yourself a shirt? Yeah, I'm going to order it tomorrow. Um, Yeah, so earlier in the show, I mentioned how I'm a hypocrite uh, because I came on this very podcast (laughs) and was like, yeah, if you're going for that uh, ship where you got to get your armor on all three characters, you're a crazy person. (laughs) I'm a crazy person. You are crazy. And I got all 400 light armor on all my characters. Um, Man, after the second character, that, that got really annoying like real fast during the first like, character that got real annoying i don't know the first character i, I liked it I looked like i liked the challenge and stuff the second character wasn't bad but by the third i was like this is tedious yeah fuck these five crucible wins i'm oh, done with the crucible yeah. like i got super lucky on my crucible wins like cause i think i got a lot when mayhem was going on or something i i kept getting screwed over by teammates who would just spawn in and stand in a circle mm-hmm. and never move rest of the game so but yeah i'm really excited for uh forsaken it's gonna be a lot of fun uh they also announced that a week from the launch that's when the raid city will open up so that'd be pretty cool yeah. Um, yeah forsaken it's almost here looking really forward to it yeah so with gamescom we got a lot of trailers and stuff coming out a lot of release dates for stuff um so earlier, I said I was looking forward to a Dark Souls-like game, and I think this is going to be the one for me. Sekiro's Shadows Die Twice got a release date of March 22nd, 2019. And I say this, and earlier today on Twitter, I saw a gif of this dude fighting a giant demon, <laughs> and like he's going to town on this demon, right? The demon turns, hits him once, picks, his, picks him up, and throws him backwards. Well, all the meanwhile, the demon was on the edge of a cliff, so the dude just chunked down this cliff <laughs> and instantly dies. And I was like, "Oh god, I don't know if I want to do this, but I'm, I'm I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to try one of these games for real." So, Alejandro, please be proud of me. Um, 
I mean, to be fair, you tried Bloodborne for real. Yeah, yeah. Did I? You tried it twice. I did try it twice. Um, Sam, what Gamescom trailers are you excited about? Well, certainly not that one. Because although yeah, to be fair, one. like the first time I saw that trailer, I was like, "Oh, this looks amazing!" And then I found out it was going to be like a Dark Souls game. I was like, "Oh, that's just horrible." Um, <laughs> all right, let's. You mentioned briefly Hunt Showdown, so that's a kind of it's a battle royale, but it's like a hardcore horror uh, battle royale type game. Yeah, it's it's at night usually, maybe not always. I don't remember. Um, it's not always. Not always. You've got these horrible, so Hunt Showdown is like it's a battle royale where there's like i think at max 20 people um and at, you i are don't even think there's that many maybe 10 um and so you have special powers to let you the entire point is you're hunting a monster mm -hmm. so like the one they mainly show is there's a giant spider that you to hunt down so you have to find clues and stuff and it leads you to the summoning point where you can summon the giant spider um all the meanwhile there are other players who are also trying to kind of fulfill this contract almost and so you're fighting each other for that and like there's hordes of zombies there's like other supernatural creatures mm -hmm. and like yeah it does go back and forth between day and night um but yeah yeah so like we were both pretty excited the first time we heard about this game uh and then i got into the alpha on pc and i tried it and i did not have a great time um it's it's got these old school style weapons you might say like revolvers and like things that take a really long time to load and you get like one or two shots and then you have to reload and like the aiming was hard and i think probably there were just problems in the alpha because like i don't think i should play alphas because I, I think i just need a more refined game before i like you know even try um but it was just like very difficult having a partner and like knowing where your partner was and like working together. And like, I just, I just couldn't get it to sync up very well. Um, but hopefully they have like a ton of stuff improved on it and the, it's, it's going to have a game preview on Xbox. So I'm definitely going to want to hop in there and try it again and see what it's like, because it's such a neat concept. Um, and yeah. the, the environment in it was, was great. And I really liked that. Um, but like, I don't know. I think I also I think I just got completely slaughtered just by like this it wasn't even a boss. It was just like a monster that was like wandering around and like I could not even get enough bullets to do any damage to him. So I was just like, "Uh." So, I don't know. But uh hey, we love a game preview, so we'll be checking that bad boy out. Speaking of game previews, um Daisy is also coming to game preview on Xbox. And this is just, you know, Yet another zombie survival shooter type game. So there's a lot of those going around these days. Um, I don't even know much about Daisy, but I'm like, hey, I'll try it. It's been on PC for a very long time. I didn't I didn't hear anything about this. That's kind of cool. Um, mm -hmm. eight, I believe H1Z1 is a mod oh. of Daisy. So okay. Um, so don't try to hit the zombies with your car. They'll just, no, bounce. To get out of the car. They'll, just, they'll just bounce over you. Um, <laughs> they'll somehow end up in the car with you. Um, I remember watching gameplay for this game a long time ago, and it's kind of like a... It's a survival game, but like I think there's a way to make it where it's like wave-based, like a horde mode almost. Okay. Um, and like you just run around and have to like scavenge, but also like fight off waves. Um, 
So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to give that a shot. I've heard a lot of good things about Daisy. So yeah, yeah. Um, so then another game that seems a little bit similar, Metro Exodus. Um, I, I don't know if it's zombies. It's more like monsters, but you're shooting. There's a survival element because you got to like manage your inventory. You're always low on ammo, doing stuff, trying to be stealthy. Like I've said before, like I feel like there's a pretty good chance that I won't like this game because like I played one of the earlier ones and I just got so bored because there's a lot of talking, boring, boring talking happening before you get to do any actual shooting. Um, so I was just like, I can't, I can't deal with this. But hopefully this one will get you into the action more quickly. And I really wanted them to say that this one was coming to game preview, but they didn't say that. But maybe it still will. You never know. I would love to get a demo or something of this to just be able to try it out and see because it looks really good. There's some really cool monsters and it just looks like it would be a lot of fun. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see on that one. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and then let me just say, Sam had a pretty big mistake here in her thinking because I think I was like just because I wasn't watching this live and I was seeing like Byron's posts about stuff and then just seeing stuff online so I had this impression in my mind that Xbox Game Pass was doing this mobile app thing where they were going to like put together a group of like mobile games and you could have Game Pass on your phone to play these games that's not what's happening at all. They have an app where you can manage Game Pass on your Xbox and you can say, oh, here, I want to play this game. Go ahead and start downloading it on my Xbox. And that's what the app is going to do. So it's important to get all of your facts up front because I was very confused. That would have been a totally different thing. Because I remembered at E3 at the Xbox press conference, they were saying that, you know, they're trying to get their games to be like the best experience across all platforms and like play in any way. And so I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Xbox Game Pass for mobile games. No, no, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe eventually when they have that weird streaming uh, console. <laughs> Alright. I think that was a pretty good show. I kind of want to do one question just because it's a little bit timely. It's a little bit timely. Okay? Just one. You said I could choose, and I said I'm going to choose. Fine, go for it. We're just going to squeeze it in here real quick. Okay, so Mike from our Discord wrote this question. I'm just going to paraphrase, okay? Uh, there's lots of Movies that become video games, video games that become movies, but there's not as much of a crossover with TV shows, okay? So he's asking, what TV show would we like to see turned into a game, or what game would we like to see turned into a TV show? And he said, his favorite show of all time is Top Gear, now named The Grand Tour. If you don't know it, you should, but blah, blah, blah. He's not a car person. Watch it first. It's not just a car show. Um... He thought the game would probably be a hot mess of mini games, more so than a full story. But I think it would be a fun party style game full of outrageous challenges that you have to compete against friends. Um, so what's really interesting about this, because you were saying you're like the master of predictions. Well, apparently Mike is trying to be the master of predictions as well, because he posted this in the Discord. And then I swear, like two days later... The news is breaking that Amazon is making a game based on the Grand Tour. 
So it was like so weird. And it's apparently going to be a Mario Kart style racing game. I don't, I don't know. And like you can play with characters uh-huh. from the show and do different, like if they have a challenge in the show, like you'll be able to do the challenge in the game. Now I find this interesting, not only because he apparently just predicted the future, but also I thought Amazon was working on their own game console. So it clearly said that this is a game that they are making for PS4 and Xbox One. So I'm just like, what the hell is Amazon doing? I don't know. Maybe they just want to get it out fast. Maybe they've been working on it for a while. and Yeah, that's fine. Don't know. It's, it's interesting. I you were going to say that's what she said. But then you you talk, you kept going too fast. I'm like, no, it's too late now. I had to, yeah. I had to try to get it in there. No, that's all right. What is a TV show or whatever you would turn into a game, Sam? Okay. All right. So I've got two options here. Um, oh, no. Actually, I've got two of each. Oh, my God. I've got so many options. Okay. So for a game that could be turned into a TV show, I thought Near Automata would be pretty interesting because you've got your androids, like humanity's extinguished and these androids are fighting other androids, but like dealing with like what it means to be human, but not really be human. It's a really interesting story. And I think they could do a really neat thing if they had it going as like a weekly show. So, um, and then my second game to TV show would be agents of mayhem, which I've talked about this game before. It's from the people who made the saints row. So it's like kind of got some vulgar humor and it's just, it's a lot of fun. These characters are, very distinctive and have tons of personality and just seeing them like going on their secret missions and interacting with each other, I think would be a lot of fun. So, um, my TV shows to a game. So my first one was Archer. Did you ever watch the cartoon Archer? I think this would be really fun. Kind of like a telltale style game where it's just like a visual novel and like you get to make choices for doing different things, but it's just such a funny show and the art style like really lends itself to that. So I think that would be fun. And then the only other thing I came up with was Parks and Rec. And I'm picturing it kind of like a South Park, the fractured butthole type game. So like, like you're, you know, you're playing as Leslie Nope and you're just going around and like managing city hall. And like, sometimes you have to go get in little fights with like asshole teenagers and stuff. I don't know. I think it could be fun. So. Okay. All right. What would you come up with Cody? Um, for a TV show to video game, I came up with a Power Rangers MMORPG where you can access the morphing grid and make a power ranger from any of the seasons because there's like 25 seasons or something like that okay there's a lot of options out there and like they could start with like maybe like six of the teams so you could pick to be part of one of the six teams and each expansion you just keep adding a new team or a new set of team and like it'd be cool to play as power ranger in this world and like there's so many enemies out there like you have character designs for days Oh, would you get to be able to pick if you wanted to play as one of the rangers or as an enemy? I was thinking more just the rangers. Okay, okay. You said there's like 25 rangers. Are they all like the basic colors or do they ever get into like mixed colors and like weird things like a periwinkle or a lavender? Or are they all just the basic colors? I mean, there's like, you know, there's black, green, purple. The boring ones. Silver, white. There's like a orange one who like 
as the power of all the six Power Rangers, which is very weird. Okay. And he wears them like on his chest. Very weird. I never watched that season. Um, was there ever a rainbow Power Ranger that had all the colors? No, I don't believe so. What if there were a prism Power Ranger who refracted the light and like that was their power? They shot rainbows at people. I mean, they're I mean, just saying it's a good idea. I mean, it's an all right idea. Whoa. <laughs> it's a good idea. Um <laughs> But yeah, I think I don't know. I, I feel like there's such a market for a, a good Power Rangers game. Like yeah. you have a fan base there who would want it, and like I feel like in an MMORPG that would work pretty well with it because there's so many characters in that world to make out of. So yeah. And if you can't have your Marvel heroes, you want to have some Power Rangers. We're not we're not even in the news anymore, and I just remembered that there's a game I want to talk about, and I'm really upset. Crap. Let's there was this game it. called. We're going back to news real quick. There's a game called Torchlight Frontiers. Okay. Um, which apparently the Torchlight games came out a long time ago and they were ARPGs like Diablo. Well, now Torchlight Frontiers is going to be an MMO ARPG similar to Marvel Heroes. What's so, what's ARPG? Action RPG. Okay. You know, like, okay. yeah. Got you it. run around and stuff. Like it. Um, so... I'm really excited for that because I've been wanting a good MMO ARPG to yeah. fill that Marvel Heroes hole in my heart. <laughs> but yeah, so Torchlight Frontiers. Okay. They announced it and showed off some gameplay at Gamescom. Pretty cool. Nice. Right. Yeah. Um, did you have a reverse a game to a TV show? Oh, no, I've lost him. Is the answer? What? No, I only I don't see your video right now. Yeah, weird. Uh... Easy answer would be Overwatch, because yes, like, obviously, of course, one Overwatch TV show where yeah. like week by week we build a story and stuff on Netflix, please, like the Voltron animated series. Um, but yeah, that's all I really got. Cool. All I'll right. Do. So thank you, Mike, for that question. We yeah. appreciate it. Um, hope you enjoy your Grand Tour game. All right, pretty good show. I feel. Yeah. So, if you would like to contact us and send us a question, you can... There's a cat jumping. Sorry, she, was, uh, she likes us. to scratch the bed right before she jumps up, and I'm like, stop oh. scratching the bed! <laughs> uh, you can reach us at contact at geekardgames.com. You can follow our Twitter and Facebook at geekardgames. You can follow our YouTube channel where we have Resident Evil 5 videos going up every Friday at geekardgames.com slash YouTube. If you want to watch our Twitch streams, which we will get around to doing those again soon, I'm sure. Uh, Twitch.tv slash geekardgames. If you want to join our lovely Discord channel, where Megs is wrong for not liking Brendan Fraser, because Brendan Fraser is a great actor. Megs is just on a kick games. about not liking people. I don't know. She's, I don't know what's gotten into her. You can go to geekardgames.com slash Discord. If you would like to buy a t-shirt and support us monetarily, we appreciate it. It's geekardgames.com slash shirts. And please, if you are so kind, could you leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, all the things you watch on. We love and appreciate it, and we love you for doing it. Sam, where can people find you? I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. And I'm at Comba Cody. Sam, this is a good show. We got a lot done. Proud of it. A minus. I don't know why I'm grading you. <laughs> Take it away. Okay. That was weird.
We're just two geeks who heart games. Do 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 do. Yeah.